Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network. Welcome to Gun Sports Radio, all about shooting, hunting, self-defense, and more. Now, here are the hosts of Gun Sports Radio, Dave Stahl and Lance Pelkey. All right, folks. Hey, welcome to Gun Sports Radio. Happy, happy Easter to all you folks out there. Everybody in the in the studio's got a little Easter egg. And here we are. All here kinds we are. Fun. Easter, Easter, Easter. We want to thank Gun Range San Diego for all their massive support. Seventy eight fifty three Balboa Avenue in San Diego. Go to GunRangeSanDiego.com. TheGunRangeSanDiego.com, I might add. Heck yeah. 10 to 10, seven days a week, 7853 Balboa Avenue. You truly need to go check these people out. Now, they are closed today because one thing Gun Range San Diego is, is family. So hopefully you enjoy uh, your Sunday, but we're rocking. We got Lance Pelkey, Michael Schwartz, and we have a special guest on the line there, Mr. Schwartz. Yes, Yes, we we do. do. Yep. Um, Honored to have uh, from the Encinitas Union School District, Leslie Snyder, who's on the school board. And she just recently, uh, they they voted on a uh, uh, Second Amendment related piece of uh, uh, (laughs) resolution that uh, has to do with uh, gun violence and and gun gun banning and and, uh, all that good stuff. So I, I wanted to bring her on the line and talk to her about her vote and exactly what happened there. Leslie, are you there? I'm here. Hi, Lizzie. Happy Easter. Thank you. Same to you. Happy Easter. So you are on the Encinitas uh, Union School District School Board, right? I am. I am. We're a K-6 through district. We have about 5,400 kids. And, um, you know, obviously gun violence and safety in schools is um, a hot topic. Safety in schools is always important to us. Sure. But... um, and we have a, a number of, you know, state mandated drills and precautions and planning that, you know, we need to uh, make sure is in place at all of our campuses. But recently at our last board meeting a couple weeks ago, there was a resolution that came to the board that was titled Safe Schools. Um, but when you got down into the meat of it and they started calling for action, it was really um, all of the action was focused around banning guns or different types of ammunition or different types of guns which is too bad and it's, and it's, it's no surprise either I, I i'm seeing this all over the county at the city uh city council level and at the school board level that uh they seem to be uh kind of you know masking the real agenda with the, with with this idea of public safety but like you said it all just boils down to banning guns and you know truthfully to me it's very very sad especially at a school level and an elementary level um, it's not even an appropriate um, issue to, to take up um, because we really should just be focusing on educating our kids and um, worrying about math and science and writing and spelling and, and all of those basic educational components. Um, but instead, there has, you know, an, an agenda has been introduced, and so that showed up as, as a resolution. And on the resolution, so. we, we say, hey, it just boils down to banning guns. But on the resolution, correct me if I'm wrong, it actually calls for the ban of all semi-automatic firearms. Is that, is that accurate? Yeah, it does. It does. There were, there were three items that I um, called into question and, um, and said that I would be willing to to you know approve or vote in favor of this resolution um, if three things were taken off and one of them was um, I wanted 
the removal of that, you know, an outright ban of all semi-automatic weapons. Mm-hmm. Um, they were calling for release of funding for the CDC to study uh, gun violence. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to the CDC website and I couldn't see anything on there that, you know, indicated that this was an organization that was in, you know, tasked with studying anything other than diseases. Gun, There was no mention of guns on there anywhere. So I didn't think that was appropriate. And then the third issue that I had a problem with was they were calling for um, an age limit increase from 18 to 21 to be able to purchase guns. And I, I don't think that's appropriate either. So you actually, um, but, so, you, so you asked them, you said, hey, look, I, I see your resolution and I will vote for this as long as you take these three things off. And what was their response? Uh <laughs> Well, the resolution passed four to one. Without that. So they were completely unwilling to compromise. Yes. Hmm. yes. So it passed four to one. And and then uh, uh, the way you and I uh, uh, got to talking about this, could you, could you talk a little bit about what happened after the vote? Sure. So um, after the vote, the... Um all five members of the board uh, were asked to sign the resolution. The vote was actually listed on the resolution, so it did say, you know, who, um, you know, four in favor, one opposed. But then there was a signature space for all five of us to sign. I signed and then realized that, you know, it's not calling out who's, who voted in favor and who voted against. And I just felt like it needed to be clearer that, you know, I had voted against the resolution. And so I asked for the resolution to be redrafted so that I could amend my signature or at least leave off my signature. And I received some pushback on that. Apparently, the resolution had been sent up to a um, another organization that, you know, I guess is using that our resolution and perhaps many other school districts resolutions um, for some sort of activity right to advance Um, to to try to get you know uh, various legislation like gun bans passed basically saying that that you guys are we're you know we're in favor of this resolution yeah yeah so So, since i wasn't getting any any cooperation on that end i um i did uh amend my signature so that it simply says nay vote next to my signature and mm -hmm. then have asked that all documentation be um of the resolution be replaced with this with this amended signature page so crack me of armor just to recap they said hey we're worried about public safety and it turned out that the uh the real teeth of the resolution had to do with gun bans and and then you said hey i'm i'm, I'm willing to go along with with a lot of this as long as you'll compromise on on just a, three items on this and they refused to compromise and then they portrayed the vote as if it were unanimous and that you voted in favor of it. Is all that pretty much, is that an accurate recap of what happened? Well, I, I, I don't know that I would go so far as to say they mischaracterized the vote, but, they, but there, was not a, there was not a call out as to who voted against. Hmm. So with my signature being on there with you know, the entire board, it's impossible for anybody to know who voted for and who voted against. Wow. And I'm not comfortable with that. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm very, very comfortable um, in my position as an elected representative of my community. And I and I feel comfortable speaking on their behalf. And um, if someone, you know, 
likes or dislikes the way that I'm speaking, then I want them to be able to come directly to me. So I wanted it to be to be very clear how I voted on that resolution. Okay. Now, Leslie, what so it uh, remains to be seen what, what, if it's replaced or not. These resolutions have been kind of bouncing around the county. Like I said, the city, some of the city councils, some of the uh, uh, school boards are, are passing them. Can you talk about what, what, what exactly, what are the consequences of a resolution? None. Yeah, it's just a, it's, it's just an opinion. It's simply political posturing. A political posturing is yeah. just a, an opinion piece. Paper tiger. Yeah, I mean, we're we're an itty bitty school district. How in the world are we going to petition Congress to do anything? <laughs> um, it's not really about that. It's it's about making a statement. It, it's it, it's about um, you know lining up with an agenda. That's yeah. really what it is. What statement do you think that, that if you had to? Uh, sum it up. What what statement do you, do you feel like they're trying to make with this resolution? Well, I think that they're trying to. I mean, I, it's not hidden. I mean, the resolution, the verbiage is very clear that you know they they are trying to push a ban on guns. And they took this resolution to the high school board, and they you know amped it up a little bit with some some additional verbiage in there. I don't have the exact in front of me, but. Sure. It was a little bit meatier, and then they took that resolution to our city, um, to our city council. Yeah. And from what I understand, I haven't seen the the resolution there, but I've spoken to members of, of city council, and they've said that um, there was actually a call to encourage civil disobedience of, of our of our students in the schools, and that they're encouraging them to walk out of classes in order to protest. So it, it's <laughs> it's clearly not designed as a safety measure because we do earthquake drills and we do lockdown drills and none of that has any sort of public protest or we're not petitioning Congress for any of that. So that's not what this is. This is, this is a political posture that, you know, some people are trying to, um, you know, to show to, I don't know who, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what purpose this serves, frankly, there's no practical purpose has nothing to do with educating our kids, which is really the job that we're in on the school board is to focus on our kids and their education. Well, I really appreciate it. I've, I've frequently made the uh, assertion um, that uh, too often they are using uh, public safety as a way to advance their, their, their you know, very blatant anti-gun agenda. And I think this is a really great example. Uh, you know, San Diego County gun owners, um, we want to be a part of the conversation. We want to help. We want to solve problems. But this kind of political posturing that you're talking about, it, it just it's just not in misrepresentation. It's just not helping. It's not helping the kids. It's not helping their safety. Um, so are you, you're an elected official. Um, when do you, when are you up for reelection? I'm up for reelection in 2020 uh, before your term. Excellent. Do you have a website or anything, Leslie, or if, if people want to learn more about you or. Um, I don't because I'm not campaigning. Okay, um, yeah. So, but you know, I'm uh, my. Um, I mean, somebody could email me or they could call me. Um, I guess you could call into the show and get my personal contact information, or you could always go Leslie.Schneider at eusd.net Unionschooldistrict.net. Well, Leslie, thank you so much for coming on, and thank you for standing up for what you believe in, and we very much appreciate it, Leslie. Thanks for the work you Thanks do. Thanks very much, Michael. Great hey. job. Thank you very much. And Gunner Sports Bye. Radio is behind you 100%. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. All right. All right, folks. We're going to take a small break. We come back. A whole lot more right here on Gun Sports Radio.
back. This is Gun Sports Radio. I'm Dave. He is Lance. Hey. And this segment is brought to you by Trident Gunsmithing. Go to tridentgunsmithing.com, tridentgunsmithing.com. Go to check out if you're into hunting of any kind. These guys have complete hunting classes. They have special deals on hunting rifles. I mean, it's really an awesome uh, group of guys. Retired military. They're here for you. They And they've got a... Uh, Dan, who's a gunsmither there, man, I'll tell you what, that guy is magic. He can take your gun, old, new, whatever, and turn it into anything and everything you want. Trust me. So go to tridentgunsmithing.com. Also, this is normally John Dillon's uh, call, but he had a an emergency client, so we gave him the afternoon off. Gatsky, Dillon, and Balance. Go to cafirearmslaw.com for all your questions and needs when it comes to uh, gun ownership. That's cafirearmslaw.com. If you get yourself in any kind of hot water or any kind of trouble at all, those are the guys to talk to. And we uh, we figured since it was the uh, John Dillon hour, if you yes. will, or minute, mm-hmm. that um, Mike Schwartz here is, is uh, I guess, going to go down with um, Mr. Dillon down to see what Mara Elliott. The- we do. We are. We have a uh, Mara Elliott's the. Uh, you know what? Before we go on, I just, I just wanted to reach. What a breath of fresh air. That last oh, interview was. Yeah. You know, and that's is amazing. That's an elected official. That's somebody here locally, an elected official that we can rally behind and, and support. I thought she did a great job, but I just wanted to read something really quick. This is right from the resolution that we talked about because we make the assertion, oh, hey, it's all about banning guns. But I, I just wanted to read really quick uh, before we, we move on. Um, right from there, it says, but also, this is right from the resolution passed four to one by the school board. But also an outright ban on semi-automatic firearms, high-capacity magazines, ammo-piercing ammunition, bump stocks, and other equipment alteration or modification that would increase the firearms capability, uh, uh, capacity of for ammunition, rate of fire, etc. Semi-automatic firearms—that's like eighty percent, yeah, of right. the firearms. That's out everything there. out yeah. there outside of BB guns, outside of BB guns, and you know, bolt action and pump action. But anyway, I just wanted to read that, and again, I wanted to praise Leslie for uh, sure. for standing up for what she believes in. Um, but what's happening is uh, in the news uh, nationally and locally, um, the state passed uh, a uh, it's called a gun violence restraining order, and uh, the city attorney. Not the district attorney, um, but the city attorney actually has the authority uh, to uh, to take guns and then put the gun owner through due process. So, for example, if a gun owner or somebody is doing something threatening or or, or you know with a firearm that sort of thing, then they uh, uh, your neighbor, your coworker, uh, can actually file a complaint. Uh, they can immediately take the guns um, and then. Then you go through the due process. Then you wait, have to prove. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay. Is this deja vu? <laughs> did not. And again, we don't want to make this show political, but did not Trump say for all these people that have mental issues and they've been, that we should take their guns away and then do due process? So here, so it was this, this passed in California not too long ago. But am, I, is, am I not on the same you, track? You did, but, but here's what happened. Uh, they passed this in California and then after uh, the uh, Lakeland, Florida, uh, uh, you know, mass murder, it, it was horrible, yeah, horrible. Um, they uh, they started the, the other side started pushing that. The Brady organization started pushing that and saying, "Hey, look, here's what we're here's what's going on in California." And Mara Elliott, the city attorney, uh, wrote an op ed press release op ed saying, "Hey, here are ten examples of uh, um, you know uh, these gun violent restraining orders that we have uh, executed." And then they they tried to 
push that nationally. They're trying to push that nationally. Mm-hmm. That trickled up to Trump, and then he actually talked about putting that as a part of a, mm-hmm. a package or a bill. But then everybody went crazy. Well, so there's still nothing. There's no bill or anything. Nothing's really happened. But they're they're still hashing out. But here's so they reached out and they they think, hey, this is a this is something that everyone should agree on. And you know, like I said, she gave ten examples. And you read these examples, and your first thought is, okay, well, all ten of these examples are people that you know, if if true, if if accurate, all these people were using a firearm irresponsibly. And in a threatening manner in, in a lot of situations. So, you know, gee, that, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But we're as we're researching it, we want to know a couple of things. When we go into this meeting, we want to know a couple of things. Um, one is, what's the minimum standard? You know, if someone makes a claim, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. is that enough to go take your guns? Or does there have to be actual proof? Right. Does there have to be actual evidence? Um, I mean, I can be mad at you, make a phone call. And have all your guns taken away. So what would be like a false report? Right. Yeah. You know, if someone's yeah. just... Like a hey, false police report. Yeah. Now I'm mad at uh, at my uh, neighbor, and so I'm going to say, hey... Uh, he's you got know, an arsenal. He's got an arsenal. He's and got he's guns. he's been sitting out front in his underwear, yelling and wanting to shoot in the sky. Right. So wow. if there is no defined floor, you know, if there is no minimum standard... Yeah, that's crazy. That's scary. Yeah, it is scary. <laughs> that's scary. Um, yeah. So we want to know, hey, what's the minimum standard here? What do people actually have to do to, to, to get someone else's guns taken away? Because that's scary. The other part of that is we went through all 10 of the examples that the uh, city attorney gave and found out that, hey, each one of them have at least one and, and two or three, some of them have two or three laws that were actually broken. Okay, so if somebody's shooting a gun or, or making threats, right. that sort of thing. That's stupid th- stuff. They've already broken the law. Yeah, they should. Yeah, so and that's if, the point. If you've broken the law, right. you know, then you're under arrest. You, you know, okay. the guns can be taken away. You go through due process. Right. So what's the point of the gun violence restraining order? And really what it boils down to. And you haven't got these answers yet. No, that's this is this is why we're going to the meeting. When so, are you going? Uh, it's a couple weeks. A couple weeks Monday. Oh, good. So I'll, I want to. I'm not going to be here next Sunday, but I want to. I want to hear the end of this. Oh yeah, yeah we're going to talk all about back. it. You know, and here's the thing. So, so what it kind of boils down the gist of of what our concerns are are uh, you know um, you know if they're breaking the law, you can take their guns away already. That's right. the way the law is. So you don't right. need another law. If they're not breaking the law, why are we taking their guns away? Right. You know, and if I you don't like what they did. Right. If you don't and just like, because it's not le- illegal doesn't give you the grounds that's the stupid thing well for restraining orders they they have a minimum standard so i had a family member that texted me some violent action stuff and um and i felt that the person meant it and so i got a temporary restraining order uh, against them and then i went to court and court said that wasn't enough so supposedly there i guess there is a minimum for a restraining order so there should be a minimum for, you know, this kind of thing. Sure. Well, and to your for, point. Yeah, and you're exactly you're normally with a restraining order. It has to go in front of a judge and there is a, a certain amount of you get a sub- temporary restraining order first. So you don't have to go in front of the judge is what ends up happening. But then then to, to make it more permanent, then you have to go in front of a judge. Right. So yep. there's a certain amount of subjectivity, but it's yep. it's it, we we, you know, entrust that to a judge. Yes. So eventually you know, with these gun violent, by the way. Just the fact that they call them gun violence restraining orders, you know, the gun violence thing is a is a is a kind of a politically charged. Term, it's true, kind of right? But like these, dreamers, right? These gun violence restraining orders, 
what's the minimum standard there? Does it go in front of a judge? Who's making this determination? You know, if a coworker decides that they don't like the weird guy in the uh, in the uh, you know uh, cubicle next to them, are they able to just uh, you know make their life miserable by making some false claims? I mean, what what protection does he have? Well, there's got to be a recourse. That's just no different than if I said I called the police and said, "Hey, Michael Schwartz came over to my house and stole all my money." <laughs> And then they find out that's not true. I go to jail for making a false report. Right. And, you know, our, our guest uh, previously, Leslie, uh, she brought up a really good point. They were talking about funding to the CDC, the Center for Disease Control. It's the Center for Disease Control and Prevention. And they didn't want to fund the Center for Disease Control and Prevention uh, uh, to study um, what they call, you know, gun violence. And oh, they didn't want them to study. They didn't want them to because, and it, it's a little peek into um, the mentality of the other side. You know, gun ownership is not a disease, right. you know, that should be prevented. There's no pill for it. So why is the why does the Center for Disease Control and Prevention why are they studying that? The FBI keeps crime statistics. You know, there's a ton of studies in academia that that talk about, you know, why people, you know, commit crime, that sort of thing. So it just kind of shows that, you know, that's the mentality. And we have to we have to fight that that change in mentality where it used to be, um, you know, that that gun owners were were the ones that were respected. And, and, uh, you know, obviously that guy's law abiding and that sort of thing looked up to looked up to. Now it's turning into a, you know, they're trying to villainize and demonize gun owners simply for for. For, for gun ownership. For some mistakes ridiculous. made by not only the person committing the crime, but for law enforcement not doing their job by following through. Yeah, good point. Answering phone, yep. you know, answering leads, going. To, I mean, if you look yeah. at every one of these mass murders, almost every one of them has a, a trail that people have contacted law enforcement. What's their new slogan? See something, say something. Right. Well, what's the point of that? Because the last not acting. two or three yeah. massacres, they saw something, people said something, and, and nothing, nothing happened. happened. But I believe that these resolutions and these gun violence restraining orders and you know this this all this stuff, this political stuff that's happening is really just a uh, an attempt to portray gun owners as uh, as bad, yeah, as demonizing. Well, look what they're doing to California residents. I mean, they're downgrading them to an AB sixty driver's license. Yeah, that's I mean, and taking I the rights one the away. other day too. Ask your friends, ask everybody, and you listeners, ask everybody you know if uh, when their birthday's coming up, and they'll say, oh, my birthday's in you know, three months, and then ask them uh, about their driver's license, and it starts that conversation. They have no clue, nope. no clue. Nope. I ran into one. I ran into one. So they're the doing this to the basic citizen in California, taking our rights away. You know, this stuff is you know, just it's, easy it's for them. It's extremely important. And so John and I are going to meet with the Good. city attorney. We hope it's going to be a productive and fruitful conversation. We hope that, that her... Uh, real concern is public safety and and good uh, you know good law basically. But you know, Mar Elliott's someone that's been very politically charged ever since she's been in office, uh, including giving talks and speeches to the Brady organization. So, you wouldn't want to put money on this, would you? <laughs> Come on, I haven't made, I haven't won a bet. Oh, and Mike, your website again, if people want to, you know, more information, San Diego County dot com. San Diego County dot com. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, let's take a quick break. We come back a whole lot more right here on Gun Sports Radio, AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks. Hey, welcome back. Gun Sports Radio right here on AM 1170, The Answer. I'm Dave. He is Lance. Hey, 
Welcome to Firearms Legal Protection. This is really good, folks. You need to pay attention to this. Do you or any of your family keep a firearm or other weapons for personal protection? Or maybe do you have or are you going to get a CCW? Do you plan to travel out of state and need to know the local firearm laws? Well, if you're involved in an incident, what is your plan to pay for bail and all the expenses, expensive legal fees? Well, talk to the good folks at Firearms Legal Protection. For less than $10 a month, that's right, $10 a month, you will have peace of mind knowing a 24-hour hotline and legal representation is waiting for your call. And all you have to do is call them. The Firearms Legal Protection at www.firearmslegal.com or you can call them at 469-310-9100. That's 469-310-9100. Michael Schwartz, Lance, and I, we all have this program. And I'll tell you what, it does give you peace of mind. So remember, firearmslegal.com. And make sure you mention you heard it right here on KCBQ AM 1170, Gun Sports Radio. Heck yeah. Crucial. Those guys are crucial. If you crucial. don't have that, uh, Well, it's go get it worse today. when you don't. Yeah. Because yeah. when you don't, it's ugly. Yep. Have a plan. That's for sure. Hey, quick shout out to uh, Kelly Wade. One of our uh, uh, listeners just uh, wrote in and said that he's really enjoying the show today. Excellent, Kelly. We appreciate all the listeners. I try to let everybody I know when I run into people, you know, that this is... Uh, you know, this is the place to be. You know, if, if you are a gun owner, thinking about being a gun owner, maybe you're tired of the rhetoric that's out there and you want to get a straight scoop, you'll get it here. You'll never get, we'll never, you know, blow smoke or try to fool you or, or convince you to anything. We won't do that at all. We, we're really heavy in supporting politicians. I don't care if they're Republican, Democrat, independents, it doesn't make any difference. If they put our best interests first, we will support them. And guns range are, uh, San Diego County Gun Owners is really a great organization. Uh, we're having a gun prom coming up here, uh, what, just in a couple more weeks? Yeah, our Second Amendment celebration dinner on April 28th. Go to gunprom.com. It's our big annual gala. We're looking to have 600 people there this year. Um, uh, Tatiana Whitlock from the NRA, she's a spokesperson right. and a trainer. She's going to be our keynote speaker. Um, plus, we're going to have prizes and uh, silent auctions and all kinds of fun. Right. Our very own uh, Dave here is going to be our uh, MC. MC. In my tuxedo. <laughs> so if you want to see me in a tux, folks. this is, And by the way, I look. There's only a few tables left. So if you really want to jump on board and have just a ton of fun. Where, where are we holding this thing? It's it. It's in Del Mar uh, at the at the by the racetrack at the fairgrounds there. And that's a big, huge venue. Uh, tickets are one hundred and fifty dollars per um, and uh, there are uh, seats available. All you have to do is go to gunprom.com, and you can buy tickets and see okay, more details. Okay, so why should I give you any money? What are you going to do with my money? <laughs> well, we, we, so we do a ton. What do you do with my money? <laughs> we do a ton. Um, our, first and foremost, what we do is we try to get the right people elected, especially at the local level, the city councils, the county board, um, you know, uh, school board, like we just heard uh, Leslie uh, earlier on the show today. So we want to make sure that we get the right people vetted and elected, and then we hold elected officials locally here. Uh, uh, we hold their feet to the fire once they're elected. Mm-hmm. We're also the voice, the Second Amendment voice in the media. You know, every time uh, there's some kind of story about Second Amendment or guns, they call us. Um, and, uh, you know, before us, they were really just getting the other side of the story. So uh, that's who we are with the Second Amendment community. And it's it's been really great 
you know, with supporters like the Gun Range San Diego. Um, you know, they're 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 going to be there. They're going to be at Gun Prom. They're doing yep. a, a table, and and they're just absolutely fantastic. Come for, down and meet them. Yep, come down and meet them, and they sponsor this show. And and there are so many great people in the Second Amendment community um, that uh, you know it's easy to represent us. Speaking of um, Gun Range San Diego, so I uh, I got back from the charity shoot. That by the way, Lance Reader is going to be on a four forty five and do a wrap up from the charity shoot, but. I brought my uh, my pistols back, and they were filthy. And being that I'm a gold member at the uh, Gun Range San Diego, which is terrific, they clean two guns a month. And as Mike and I were talking uh, before the show, I'm the guy that spills the solvent. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I need to have someone do it for me. And um, they just do a terrific job. So, and it's a quick turnaround, too. Yeah, they're fast as all get out, and they can get that thing, filthy thing, clean, because I put about 700 rounds so we're counting wow. up all the rounds. We're shooting like, my God, I'm going to run out at this deal. It was it was quite a bit. So um, what'd you bring? What'd you shoot? I shot a TRP operator. Oh, so this big boy, uh, uh, Springfield, and then um, you know, for the end, you do that shoot off thing, yeah, and yeah. with the, t- the steel targets, it's just great when you shoot the 45. The nines go ding, 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 and then that 45 dog go bong. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, don't shoot the hostage, and I didn't. Didn't shoot the hostage. Didn't shoot the hostage. So oh, that's good. Yeah, so they have the the did, big. Yeah, they did, do. Did you practice at the gun range, San Diego, before you went out the front? You side? know, I did not. In fact, I was kind of flipping out because, as you all know, I moved finally, and then I was. Um, you were uh, just happy you found your oh stuff. My, exactly. You know, all my stuff was all over the place, and just to kind of repatriate it and to find it. Uh, but truth be told, I, I had some magazines that didn't fit that thing. Mm. So when I was doing some of the yeah. drills, uh, it wasn't working out for me uh, because the magazines were getting stuck uh. because they were to fit another you know, deal. So and the, the TRP is a, that's a, a 1911, 1911, 45 caliber, 45 caliber. You know, Laura just got, she just inherited, uh, the, the granddaddy of, uh, of the TRP at a, mm-hmm. a circa 1920, 1911. That's uh, either nickel plated or chrome. We're not sure which. So that's a 1920. It was manufactured in 1920. And you know what? Um, oh, and so, wow. I mean, that was, yeah, that was a cult. Yep. Because um, during World War II, then they had all these different manufacturers, even Singer sewing machine. Yep. But to have an original Colt, especially that early, yeah, because, 19, you know, yeah. 1911. Yeah. Wow. 20s, two decades before the, uh, the so World uh, War II. you take it in and have it inspected. We, we're going to have to take a bunch in and have them. So she inherited a Colt 1911 from about 1920. Same circa uh, Winchester Model 12, which is a shotgun. It's got about a 30-inch barrel on it. Beautiful wood stock. And what wood gauge furniture. is that? 12 gauge. It is 12 gauge because a lot of 16 gauges back then yep and uh beautiful um and then she has a marlin she got a marlin in 30 caliber a lever action that's these, these beautiful oh, all, that's like classic all it, on it? all circuit oh no 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 these are family heirlooms um her dad used to go hunting with this 30 caliber uh, lever action um but they're all beautiful pieces well maintained you know you, you know you guys uh in the in the car world you know the old the, the grocery getters mm-hmm. you know like some nice car and mm-hmm. all they they just go to the grocery store once a you like know, the hell once a week or whatever so this mm-hmm. these these guns are kind of the equivalent of grocery getters you know they'd he'd take them out they'd go hunting with them once a year they'd clean them up and put them in yeah uh, put them in the safe and it's beautiful uh, so they're they're really well maintained and everything still we gotta we gotta get them all checked out and make sure they're you know they're seaworthy before she uh, starts putting a bunch of rounds downrange with them. Yeah, that's good. We got to get her, got to get her going. And the gun range San Diego is the perfect place to do all that. I drop all that stuff off, and those armors will go right after that stuff, and then we, we can get her in the range and and shooting them. When you guys go, let me know. I'd like to 
I'd like to shoot that marlin too. Yeah, yeah. You know, God, that's a, that's a nice one. That is a nice one. We might. It, it is nice. All, like I said, it's all this nice classic wood. You know, beautiful it's, stuff. Yeah, it's what nice else does she got? Well, it? she got a little twenty-two, uh, like a, a competition. Uh, but you know, she went to front sight uh, with us. We, we yeah. were just a couple targets down from you, and this right. was her first time. And she uses a Glock nineteen yeah. as her as her uh, gun of she choice. Had fun? Yeah. She had a blast. She had a blast. Now, let me tell you, as as into guns as I am, uh, Laura loves guns, loves the Second Amendment, but, but she's not into them as much as you. Are. Nowhere near. So this is, and I we've talked to her for a few years and said, hey, you know, do you want to come and and you know do this thing? Lance has talked to her. I've talked to her, and it wasn't such. So she thought, well, it wasn't something she really wanted to do. And I said, I'll tell you what, let's just go for a couple of days. If you don't like it, and after day one, we'll pack it. Yeah, we'll go to Vegas. Right. You know, it's forty five sure. minutes away. She loved it. I don't mean she liked it. I don't mean she kind of enjoyed it. She loved every minute of it. And she's not exactly an experienced shooter. She knows enough. Mm-hmm. Um, but this took it to a whole other level. Um, you know, she, it's not just about, uh, you know, marksmanship, because she's great at that. But there was now an added comfort level that wasn't there, you know, with her firearm yep. after spending, you know, two days yeah. Um, you know, loading and unloading and shooting and pulling from concealment. Again and, and again and again. Yeah. And she, yeah. she loved it. She yeah. absolutely loved it. Yeah. And especially from a holster, too. You know, and being outside and those amazing instructors. Yeah. Yeah. That's It gives you a lot of confidence that people don't realize, you know, that, you know, that you can have. And now, I think now is the time in her shooting career to go take, like, a lesson locally, you know, because... You know some of the some of the stuff that you know the the, the front side stuff is it's it's kind of the basics to get you to a certain level. Um, you know if you go uh, you yeah. know to a smaller class locally, go see Manny. Go see Manny for example. Mm-hmm. One of his classes. Yeah, you know now he teaches here. people that are brand new green and it's it's wonderful. But if you kind of get to a certain level and then go see an instructor, yeah, it's that much more valuable. You know it's that much more useful. Did she outshoot you. <laughs> Probably. Tell the truth. She outshot you. I she did you. great. She I did knew really she well. Shoot you. She did really well. Well, that's but the beauty again, of being a rookie. It is. Well, but it's just like I said, the comfort factor. Now she's so much more comfortable, you know, oh, with the yeah. firearm. Yeah. You know, um, I, I've heard a lot of people. I'm not saying Laura said this, but a number of people have gone there and said, you know, honestly, I was afraid of my gun. I, I really didn't realize it at the time, but I was I wasn't comfortable enough. I was afraid of it. And after going and getting training. You know, all they that crank through how many rounds? Yeah, well, in in two days, uh, I don't know, 300, 400, at least 300. Yeah. yeah, at least 300. That's quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. I, was well, trying, I was just trying to keep up with Lance here. I don't know. That's oh. all I was. Oh, yeah. I was popping about. a few extra off getting uh, towards the fourth day. I was kind of losing a little. Oh, Bat Masters. <laughs> <in here. laughs> yeah, Bat Did you see that video? No, I haven't seen nothing not, from you. Oh, there, there, oh, there is no video of me. <laughs> I never saw you know, I didn't see, I didn't even know you went. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, uh, I seen Lance Reader. He he knows his he social his media. Drone. Yeah, he's going to be on in a couple. He minutes. knows his social media. He was all over that stuff. Well, I'm, I'm happy to have the gun, once again Gun Range San Diego. You know, so I can take all my stuff down there, and just hand it to them, and Fuck. they'll get it all cleaned up and run it again after I, you know, butchered them. And you'll go do it again. Yeah, I got to do that. I got to get that membership because yeah. you know you know who really wants me to get that membership at the Gun Range San Diego is the Holiday Inn in Pahrump, so I don't ruin their towels. You know what he told gun. me? <laughs> what did you do? You use their towels to clean your guns? No. <laughs> well, you're never no. going back there again. How many hotels are left? You're no. going to burn through. You use their towels? Well, they're washcloth, just the one. And the hand, the hand towel I used. Oh, to, it's something. 
isn't he? All complaints, one eight hundred. Yeah, really. Well, I didn't. You know, I didn't. You know that Hoppies is good stuff. Hoppies nine, the the solvent. Um, I didn't want to. He doesn't uh, know anything about solvent. Yeah, I knock it over. Yeah, so. he knocks it over. Yeah. Well, I just didn't want that smell. And, and I know, totally get that. He's usually all over my carpet. So yeah. what's he do? He just. I know, isn't that something? <laughs> That's, you're never coming to my house. Technically, I don't think they're ruined. Technically, yep. <laughs> How, what color are they? Well. Black. If they're not the pure white they were. I don't think they'll ever get pure white again. I can see the rates are up $10. All right, let's take a quick break (laughs) so we can get Lance Reader on the line. I am dying to hear how successful this event was because I already know it was awesome. All right, we're going to take a small break. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio right here on AM 1170. The answer. Folks, hey, welcome back. You are listening to Gun Sports Radio. I'm Dave. Hey, I'm Lance. And this segment is brought to you by Trident Gunsmithing. Go to tridentgunsmithing.com for all of your gunsmithing needs. These guys are absolutely awesome. Trident Gunsmithing, they'll teach you hunting, teach you how to cook. You can do sausages. You can do it all. So check out tridentgunsmithing.com. Also, hey, firearms legal protection. If you're doing anything with guns, traveling, or what have you, and you know you want to be totally, totally safe. And for a, as little as $10 a month, you can have peace of mind, 24 hours a day, a hotline, legal representation is waiting for you and your family. So go to firearmslaw.com, firearmslaw.com, or call them at 469-310-9100. That's 469-310-9100. All right, well, we've got Lance Reeder on the line, but we've really got a very, very special guest We've got Laura Schwartz on the line. <laughs> I've heard of her. You heard of her? Yeah. So, hey, Lance, before we jump to you, let, let's talk to Laura, because this was a girl that went for the first time. Laura, how are you today? I'm great. By the way, happy Easter. Happy Easter. I gave you an Easter, little Easter egg. Mikey, you'll bring it home to you. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you. Well, somebody had to. So tell us about your tell us about your experience at Frontsight. You guys, I had such a great time uh, for years now. Lance, Lance Reader, my husband Michael have been trying to get me to go out there, and I've been listening to the show. And Michael said, you know, that I've been asked several times, and I thought, yeah, you know, that sounds fun. That sounds good. Whatever, you know. And I like to shoot, and I don't mind saying so, but I'm I'm okay. I'm good at it. And I thought, okay, this year I'll go, and then we'll go for two days. And yeah, it really was a way better experience than I even anticipated at all. It was, um, I think you guys were talking a little bit about the fact that people were afraid of their guns. And I wouldn't say I was afraid, but I highly respected the gun. And I still respect it, but now I feel like I have a lot more understanding and control. And um, I, I just was such a great time. I had so much fun. I just feel... I feel like I want to go back. I even told Michael I'd like to go back already in the fall, and I really did not think that that would even happen Whoa. to me. I thought, you know, <laughs> everybody loves shooting, yeah. but I'm telling you right now, it really did change me. So if anyone's listening and is on the fence about going to Frontside, I would strongly recommend it, even to the most experienced shooter. It's such a great program, and I I kind of regret not going sooner. So thank well, you to everyone who pressured me because now I'm I'm a believer. And, and you I, had a chance I, to go to Vegas, and you threw Vegas out the window. I got Vegas too. Yeah. <laughs> and how how did Lance do organizing it all? Oh my gosh, it was such a great event. You know, I know Lance is very passionate about the event, but 
even just going there, it was so well run. It was very clear what we needed to do. It was such a great experience to be a part of a fundraising organization, not just going to shoot, but also knowing that our contributions meant something. The raffles were run excellent, and I, I think that Lance and Tatiana did an awesome, awesome job. Well, we have Lance on the line. Hey, Lance, I don't even know why you're bothering to call in. <laughs> hey, Dave, Lance, thanks for having me on the show. Pleasure. So tell us about it. How'd it go? And your perspective? Well, it, um, it exceeded our expectations on every level. Uh, every year this event gets bigger and bigger because everybody that comes to the event goes home and tells 10 friends. And, and uh, so, you know, we expect bigger and better every year. But uh, this year it just uh, it exceeded our expectations. Um, it, uh, it's like the fun factor and, um, and uh, the excitement level just goes up and up every year. And I'm not sure why, but it just every year uh, it just gets more and more exciting. And you, you had the drone this year. Yes. And in fact, uh, the, the crowds that are coming out to this charity event have gotten so big that uh, to get everybody into our group photograph, we had to pop up a drone to get everybody in. We had 240 participants uh, this year, uh, 185 last year. And it was tough getting everybody's faces in uh, the group photo last year. We had to back up so far because uh, we were spread out so wide and we were like three people thick. And this year we were spread out 50 feet wide and we were four people deep. And so the only way to get everybody's faces in was to pop up a drone 20 or 30 feet up in the air and get the group photo. That's the best excuse I've ever heard for buying a drone. <laughs> That's great. I'm going to tell my wife that. There That's excellent. Just yeah. in case you ever organize 240 people to go to a four-day. you got to have a drone. Yeah, you better have a drone. <laughs> That's well, awesome, Lance. 240 people is the final count? That's awesome. Yes. Yeah, we had 265 enrolled, but we always have attrition, and sure. uh, we and we make a count for that, you know, because somebody's child breaks a leg, somebody's car breaks mm-hmm. down, somebody loses their job, mm-hmm. and and so we always know that we're going to get about 10, 10% attrition rate. And, but yeah, 265 enrolled, 240 showed up and we raised just shy of, we haven't actually finished the tally yet. Um, uh, cause there, you know, we got scraps of paper here and, you know, these are the raffle ticket numbers before the event. This is a raffle ticket at the event. This is the $50 donations. We still have a few checks coming in the, in the mail, but our preliminary number at this point is just shy of $38,000 for Whoa. leukemia Whoa! in one weekend. That's awesome. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. If you do- Thank you. Yeah. If you tell if you tell people you raised thirty eight thousand dollars this year for leukemia, they're impressed. If you say you did that in one month, they're like, no way. But we did it in one weekend. And it's a testimony to the heart and generosity of the shooting community that come out to the event like this. They dig deep in their wallets and buy raffle tickets uh, to win wonderful prizes. And, uh, you know, know, like Laura was saying, you know, they learn some wonderful skills. but they have a wonderful time, meet wonderful friends. Everybody goes home with, you know, a dozen, two dozen new Facebook friends. But at the end of the day, every single penny that goes into this event goes to fight leukemia and lymphoma. It literally goes to uh, save lives. And um, so we had, you know, uh, folks like Laura, who, who's been shooting for a while, but had never really been to a, a, a two or a four day camp. And you've got had a lot of experienced people. You had a lot of families. And, mm-hmm. and so, uh, you know quite a quite a, a range of people yeah you know the beautiful thing about the way front Sight runs these courses is that they do they appeal to the person who has never shot a gun before never held a gun before 
uh, the the instruction is so comprehensive. But also, we have eight or ten uh, San Diego police officers that come every year. We have a, one of them that's a SWAT officer. Two years ago, we had a Navy SEAL come out. And then this year, we also had a, uh, a co- competition shooter uh, that is highly skilled. But each of these people, whether they're highly skilled or whether they're brand new, is going to learn. Uh, they're going to get some wonderful trigger time. And uh, they're going to learn something new and uh, and meet you know some uh, just amazing people and the, the structured practice is is pretty you know before you know you know life happens job family all this stuff next thing you know six seven eight months a year goes by and you haven't gone to the range or if you did go to the range you know you're just kind of plinking around yep, good this point. is you know two three four days of uh, mm-hmm. focused you know real practice to improve uh, your comfort level to improve your uh, proficiency with the firearm. So I, I know, like, you know, I, we're all super busy, but next thing I know, it's been months before I've shot my gun or really practice. I know if I go mm-hmm. to this every year um, that I will get at least two, three days out of the year of focused practice, and that's what I really appreciate about it. That's a good point, Michael, is, um, you know, because a lot of us go to the range and, you know, we practice our skills and stuff like that. But actually enrolling in a course and having professionals run you through drills and, and increase your skill level or for, for people that want to bring their family out that um, are new to shooting and get comprehensive safety and, and, and training and how to shoot uh, effectively. And um, and that's why we have San Diego police officers come out is because they realize that you just can't get enough trigger time. You just can't get enough of having instructors watching you and fine tuning you and bringing your skill levels up. And uh, the beautiful thing is uh, this really is training. This isn't just going to the range and, you know, rehashing things that you've done before a thousand times. But this is learning how to draw your weapon from a holster, from concealment, getting a control pair off into the thoracic cavity in 1.5 seconds. This is teaching you how to do um, tactical reloads and emergency reloads because guns do run dry. This this course teaches how to do a type 1, type 2, type 3 malfunction clearances because guns do malfunction. And you have to get back in the fight. This course also teaches, well, how do you clear a door and, or breach a door and clear a room? Because you may have to crawl, move through your house tactically if three meth heads crawl through your kitchen window at 3 o'clock in the morning and they mean you harm. So these are all skills that most people, they can't just go to the range and, and practice these kinds of things on their own. Right. You need to sign up for a course and get some comprehensive training from, from some of the best instructors in the world. And a, and a lot of people talk to talk about the Second Amendment and how much it means to them and uh, how we need to do something. Um, but here you are walking the walk, Lance, right. getting people out there, uh, supporting a good cause, getting training, getting more people to uh, just I can't I can't say enough good. And thank you so much for doing that. Laura Lance. wants to know when the next one is. That's we right. don't want to talk <laughs> all this. Other you got stuff. another date. When's the next one, Lance? That that's a great that's a great question, Laura. Um, so uh, the listeners can go to our website www.charitycourse.gives. It's not .com. It's .gives. Charitycourse.gives. Go to the website. Um, pretty soon we'll have the date for 2019 up. We don't have it up right away, but you can. Once you go to the website, you can sign up for our email um, updates. And as soon as the 2019 date is released, you'll get a you'll get an email update. All right, Wonderful. Lance. Hey, thanks a lot, buddy. Hey, and Laura, thank you very much for being upfront and honest. Now you have another disease. Right here. I think she didn't. I think she must not be talking. She's just listening. All right. Hey, we're going to have to hit the dusty trail again. Lance Reeder, thank you. 
Laura, thank you as well. Lance, you're the best. Michael, these guys will be back next week. Love your show. I won't. Right here on AM 1170, (laughs) The Answer. Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network.